Fuck off, James Chapman. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop. We are a live play 5 year dindy podcast at the magical homebrew world of Aerith. My name is Mark Allen, Don't Do Master. And also with us today's episode, we have Casey, who plays the human champion, Helen, the sleep guard. Sub bit. We've got Danny, who plays the human cleric, Claude. I'm choking on a pretzel. Darren, who plays. Darren, who plays the. Good lord, Danny. <laughs> Darren, who plays the. <laughs> God, I can't say now. Darren, who plays the human fighter, Rogue Robin. I'm just a nice guy. Nice guy. We've got Ian who plays the Dragonborn Barbarian Paladin Drago. Very nice. <laughs> We've got Callum plays a gnome sorcerer Folly Fizzbang the Ninth. Hello there. I am loving this energy so far. Unfortunately, Will cannot be with us for this episode, this bumper edition episode, as we head deeper into the blights. Last week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop, we did very little. We found out that your DM cannot do NPCs anymore, and he turned into a horrific French-Spanish stereotype. So apologies to all our French-Spanish that listeners. That chain spokes. That chain spokes. Yeah, it was, it was awful. That's all I can say. Yet, yeah, for some reason, I needed to drop some plot information and could see through the concept of D&D and became the meta DM slash NPC slash something terrible in between. It was a character and wasn't a character, so I'm going to apologize. However, we got some information out of him from Cretlish Golgratha, a.k.a. Chris, as Robin aptly named him, a.k.a. Nice Guy, uh, about their next encounter, which was with a series, an open area where uh, a series of dragon nests were, and these weren't living dragon nests, they were undead dragon nests, uh, maybe relatives of or akin, akin, sorry, or kin to Galgreth, the large adult dragon that roams the lands of the Blightlands that uh, Claude had managed to do a bit of damage on with his forbidden spell earlier a few episodes ago. He told them that information and also warned them about them letting uh, do letting them do a squawk. If they squawk, they'll call Golgreth. Was pretty much his me- his message. Uh, upon complaining about his family being killed uh, and about the elitism in the party, uh, Chris left and went back to see uh, quote unquote the angels, which were uh, Lucian and Vance up on the cliff edge as a prisoner of war. Hopefully, never to be seen again. But you never know these days. The group started to make their way across the uh, dead grounds of the Blightlands towards the second uh, area that they need to clear. The second of three. If they clear the three areas, three portals can be set up and the armies of the living can be brought through as a distraction, a.k.a. Lord of the Rings, to allow the party to reach the tower and hopefully end the Blight. We start off with the party heading towards this second uh, area of dragon nests that are buried in this dead and rotting lands next to a slow sludge-moving river of death and decay. The group are just outside from this area, and what they can see in front of them, and what you can see in front of you, is a large jutting out uh, sheer cliff face that is about 40 feet high, to your right and about 50 or 60 feet away, uh, the cliff obviously calms down into more of a, a small hill, which you could uh, climb up upon. To your left and to the other side of the cliffs are uh, like a corner of the river, which ends in a bit of a dead end. You can also make out a number of trees that seem to have almost been petrified. They haven't lost their leaves like all the other trees. These have almost been petrified solid, so their leaves are blistered onto the trees so they still retain their leaf-like features. However, these leaves are black and almost look more like ash than that of the living trees. You can just make out to your right and about 60 or 70 feet away, one of the first of nine large mounds of dirt. This is freshly milled dirt. And from it, a layer of browning green smoke acrid seems to float and hang like mist all around this area. You uh, form up as a group near to a nearby tree outside and away from it. You cannot see any movement of anything living, unliving, dead or undead. And yet the silence, silence still remains apart from the ever groaning noise of the cacophony of the undead getting closer and closer as you approach the tower. What would you like to do? 
We stand in silence, uh, staring at all. I think it's best if we have a plan for what I assume is going to come out of those, what look like nests. How about we just blow them up? Yeah, Folly, any good ideas? Well, I'm, I'm just thinking. Um, our, our friend Chris said these were dragons, yes? Yes. We yes. could expect dragons? Yes, yes. undead ones. Hmm. Does that stop you from using a fire scroll bomb thing? But I, I'm wondering if I might be able to turn the tide somewhat on them. I, I don't know if it'd work on undead. I don't know. Has anybody got any experience in trying to hypnotize or control undead things? Claude, probably you. Uh, yes, I have experience with the undead things. Do they have the minds that... Uh, can be controlled, or are they so stupid that they can't be controlled? And I'm just pondering. I, I have a spell that... Well, I believe it would work on dragons, and if they're not that smart, then we may be able to bring them over to our side. I've so- something to confess, Folly. I've never met a dragon before, other than Drago. Uh, 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 Folly, may, may I make a suggestion that the, the stakes are very high, and we should look for surety rather than obscurity. Well, this is why I'm talking to Claude, being our resident undead expert. Yes, but I'd say just do it, Folly. Do it. I think you've got a great idea there. The problem is I need to see them. At the moment, I I just see mounds. Well, well, I'm sure we can get them out of here. I'm convinced from what I can imagine, they look like nests. Now, here's the thing. If we need to take these down, and we need to take them down before they make any noise. So, here's the solution. We kill them as quickly as we can, and if we have the means of getting rid of them by other means, and he'll look at Claude, I've seen you banish undead things before, then we should perhaps look to remove one or two of them as quick as we can, and then look to deal with what's left. Chris said that not to let them squawk. How about if we each take a mound each? I mean, how confident are we that we could all solo a little dragon ourselves? I am pretty confident. Drago, I should hope that you are too. Um, sorry. Um, my head was elsewhere. Um, uh, You're confident the... to take on a solo dragon? Could you kill one of your own, Drago? Yeah, well, it's not really one of my own if it's undead. In fact, it's an abomination. I just think if we my kind. if if we tackle them each solely, then we should get them killed quicker. Correct. There, there is another. I option. have uh, another option too. Well, let's hear yours first. What happens if we just signal the dragon? That doesn't seem like a smart thing to do. Oh, I hope no. there's more to that hear, plan. I got. Hear yes, me out. That would work. If we draw him out, Galgroff, yes, we will have to fight him. But it feels that that is an inevitable point in our journey onwards to defeat the Blight. If we defeat him now, we limit the number of casualties to our own troops and our living. And if we don't defeat him now, then he's going to unleash his power against the army that we're bringing forwards. And? And I would say that we're more equipped to take on an undead dragon than they are. They're undead. And I can hurt them badly if you give me ten minutes. Ten, ten minutes for the dragon. Here's a, here's a counterpoint, if I may. I think it's a great plan. Nice counterpoint. Right then. <laughs> no, no, no. But there is, there is other things that we could consider. And I'm, I'm looking at Folly and Claude as casters. And I suppose cast and if he's around. He is, he's, sorry, he's standing nearby uh, looking tentatively at you all. We, 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 myself and Drago, once fought a, a man who was able to stop spells being cast by turning the air to silence around him. Now, that would compromise our casters if they were within that area. But a silent spell would prevent noise from escaping this area, would it not? 
Yes, but I can't silence this entire area. It's very small. What There's nine about? of them. What do you feel about drawing out the dragon, Robin? It's the best plan we have. I think if we draw him out, we draw him out after we've defeated these dragons. I, I agree. We leave one and make him squeal. Um, if we start to I kill these like... dragons, I think they'll be squealing anyway. Very true. I mean, we we, we it certainly gives us the uh, the ability to lose the stealth part of this, but I just feel like this fight is going to be inevitable. We may as well do it now to limit the I death. Can make everything burn within seven miles. Yes, that's a good plan. Karstan, have you got any tunes up your sleeves that will help to... Uh, you know, make the dragons docile or something like that? Maybe you could give us one now, a little rendition. Maybe if you weren't muted, we'd be able to hear you. That's a, that's a good idea. Yeah, I was speaking muted for a while. Uh, yes, uh, we possibly, yeah, I think I might have... Uh, sorry, I'm just a bit... Um, my mind's a bit... Um, sorry. Get out yeah. of your mm, 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 mood and actually get some music. Yeah, uh, of course, yes. Of course. Wait, what? As Karstan says that, I'm just going to pull Ghostbane out of its sheath and see if there is any detection of colour to suggest that we are indeed near to the undead. It is glowing brightly. Well, that's where they are, in case we needed any further Mm -hmm. confirmation. I don't think we did. Karstan, we're after a spell that allows the dragons to be hypnotised or at least for them to not be as alert as we would hope that they aren't. He uh, looks at you, Helena, and nods. Yeah, Yes, of course. Um, let me just look through my uh, book to see what I can um, find. Uh, yeah, yes, just, uh, just give me a moment. And he's going to turn and uh, start flitting through his pages to see what he can find in terms of a spell to cast. Though I haven't got Karstan's character sheet, Casey, stop dropping me in it, please. <laughs> I don't know anything I about his character. I tried. I tried to get that, yeah, yeah. I can do a song. <laughs> I haven't got it. So he's, he's going to, he's not going to take part in this part of the combat. I was going to just kill him off for a bit. Um, just to give you a quick uh, heads up of how this is going to work in turn, because I, I know I've told you about them squawking. Um, what it will take is that they will take one turn to <gasps> take a breath. And if they are not stopped bah, the second turn, they will unleash a call for help. So if you want to keep them quiet, you get a turn's worth of time to stop them. If you hit them or cause damage to them in any way, bah, it's like they lose their breath and they have to take another turn, <gasps> another kind of bonus action to <gasps> take a breath and another bonus action at the next turn to release it. So, um, It'll be quite obvious when they're kind of taking a breath. If indeed you want to stop them from squawking, it's not like a making little noises. They have to call out across miles to to Galgrath. Squan, um, yeah, they have to call out across miles. So it's a big old uh, beacon for help that takes a, ter- a turn's worth of time to kind of breathe in and then release. So um, it's up to you. Both ways are awesome. Both ways you're fighting dragons. Let's, let's fight some dragons and let's try and use one to lure Galgroff in. Maybe we could, I don't know, trap him at the end and and set up a trap for Galgroff and fight him on our terms rather than fight him on his. Yes, uh, we've we've agreed that we're all going to take one each, yes? Uh yeah, I, I think that's the best way forwards for sure. Yeah, I'm not looking I was just forward making to it, sure okay. we're keeping um, yeah, uh, one alive. Is someone's phone going off, by the way? Yes, it's binging. It's Facebook. Can someone turn their phone on silence if you haven't? Might be me, sorry. Someone's... New age technology. Fuck off, someone's... James Chapman. Sorry, James, I love you, but you've just messaged. Um, no, fuck off, phone. Darren. Yeah, Get yeah, your phone on silent. Bit. James will love the shout out in the podcast yeah. anyway, so yeah. don't worry. That's not going to be in the yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it should be. Cool, it's muted now, or at least it should be. I'm going to mute the Wednesday crew just in case. Just mute your phone. Yeah, put just your phone mute on. your phone. 
because it's it is as much as fun as it is editing out on your phone is editing out ping every now and then it is fun but (laughs) there you go i really wish i could know exactly how you did that (laughs) i think that was a long way (laughs) um where were we yep i i agree i think taking unless anyone has any different (laughs) what is going on (laughs) Did you just message Darren to show that his phone's not on silent? That's brilliant. You said, can you mute this, please? Fantastic. (laughs) Well done, Darren. Well, Well the tip of the Um, cap to you, man. Well done, Darren. That was was mint. That was mint. I wish we could have got that filmed as well. Darren's face was like... Oh, yeah. I thought... It's muted now. Do what you want. You can tell. <laughs> Do what you yeah, want, you fuckers. Yeah, yeah. That was brilliant. Just okay. Ian goes around and starts throwing stuff at the window. Yes, Helena, I agree. I think we should, unless anyone has any uh, different preferences, take them on one-on-one. But I'm just making sure that we're all in agreement that we're going to lure Galgoff here. Yes. Okay. Sure. I suppose so. Yeah, let's do it. Everyone ready to fight a fully grown dragon? Um, Folly, give me one uh, second. I, I'm just going to cast Mage Arm on myself quickly just for <laughs> notice. That's a great scene. That's a brilliant. I can imagine that. Just a, eh, one second. And you tap yourself. And mm-hmm. yeah. All of a sudden, I'm coated in like some weird, glowy shit. Weird, glowy shit. Nice. Like Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'm covered in ectoplasm. Oh, baby. <laughs> I think now's as good a time as any to fight a fully grown dragon. Okay. Um, we might not get another chance. I, Helena, this was uh, your idea about taking them on one-on-one. Uh, lead, take charge. Where, um, who should go for what? Okay. Uh, fastest, I would have said, goes for the furthest away. Uh, with my clunky armour, I don't say that speed is my forte. So I can I'll get short legs closer. down there. I can get there quickly and so quietly if, if needs be. Robin takes one that's one of the furthest away. Uh, what do we think here? This one? The one that's, uh, let's say... 200 feet away. Yeah, 200 feet south. So just for, the, just for the listeners at home, what they are doing is they are kind of top right corner of our map at the moment. And in the centre of the map, there is almost like a a thumb-like shape of cliff edge and within that thumb-like shape of cliff are two of the nests and then more of the kind of rest of the hand it was like a thumbs up on its side and then the fist part of the thumbs up on its side are one two three four five more nests uh, with two on the thumb and then where the middle finger would be if you're sticking up as well nearest to the party where they could get up onto this kind of elevated area is another nest as well so there's a number of nests dotted around. They're quite spread out over the entire map. Um, they're all kind of situated in this kind of specifically important area that the party need to clear. Uh, there is one on their level, and then the rest are all kind of uh, lifted slightly by about 30 feet in the air on a slow incline up to the cliff tops. Folly, are you are you all right to take the one to the west? Folly, are you all right with this full stop? You're, I, I, you never strike. What do you think, Folly? <laughs> what do you yeah. actually think, though, Folly? I, I've never, I've never took on a dragon solo that's not actually wanted to die. Um, well, this I'm is a mini dragon, confident. baby dragon, wee dragon, tiny dragon, little dragon, not full dragon. Yes, but like you, I guess to you, it's a big dragon. So I'm, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> You, you, you beat Have me on the comeback there, but there we are. Um, yes, yeah. All I was just thinking for you, me. folly for you not running up and down cliff edges. There's that mound to the to the west. I thought perhaps well, you could take that one. If I may, there's still more dragons than what there are of us, so we wouldn't be able to take them all on at one fell time. Anyway, we are splitting yes, them up. Yes, there's only three I- three more extra. Yeah, By the time I, we've got through the first six, then they're just going to be a breeze. But I do believe I'll be better served if somebody else can, shall we say, take the brunt. 
I'd, I'd I don't mind more than happy just appearing with somebody rather than trying to take on a whole dragon myself. As, well, I, it's I not going to work think... if we don't all go solo. Well, then maybe... Here's my thought now that I talk it through with you all. We need to stop them making noises until we want them, until, until it suits us. So we need to kill them as quickly as possible. I think a prolonged attack where myself and Folly can keep an eye on what's happening elsewhere. Drago and Helena can assault the, the first one we come across as quickly as possible. Claude can support in the ways that he can. And we look to kill them as quickly as we can. And um, it looks like... Are uh, we familiar with how many there are? Can we see all this? Yes, Mark? you can see. Yeah, I'm, considering you've kind of managed to kind of scout ahead with Neura and with um, Castan's perception, um, you've kind of, yeah, managed to scout the area out before you've approached it. I could take out their middle four and one bish bash. That's what I like to hear. Thank you, Claude. Good plan. Bit of divine providence and um you know I can take out the two on the thumb area. So then I'll go for the one on the west and I'll make my way down to the one to the south. And follow you pick up the slack in case <laughs> one of us fucks up. And Robin too. Robin you just stand there looking like you run the joint. Well I'd no, appreciate with it Robin's if Robin keen eye he'd be able to make short work of a lot of these. I no, can nice also... nice guy, not keen eye. I I, I, <laughs> I can also try and Assist Helena and Drago in expediating their kills. Yes, yes, yes. And cast down. You just, uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. I've got, I've got a couple of things up my sleeve. Ooh, and he drops his bagpipes. Oh, no, I'll, I'll get them in a sec. Oh, actually, you know, what? I leave them there. <laughs> yeah, good. No more bagpipes. Okay, we're going to go for it. Okay, let's. Um, Drago says let's as he's do this. bouncing on the balls of his feet, getting ready to run. So I guess yeah, Helena too. I guess it's over to you then, Claude. Um, I'm not very stealthy. I've got to you... get a bit closer. Okay. Well, just get in there, Claude. Okay. I'm with, Hel- I'm with Helena. I think we tried stealth last time. It didn't work. Let it... I'm going to try and just get to this point, um, which is just walking into the very edge of where the nests begin, Mark. But Top moving, of the thumb. moving very, very cautiously. Um, in fact, before we have to roll initiative, I'm going to follow Claude yeah, as well Robin's, and get as close to the where he is. Robin's going to draw his bow and nod to Helena and uh, Drago as if to say you should follow him. He's saving a round of everyone just walking. Thank you very much. It's always boring as shit, that. Robin's going okay. To Assuming Folly can actually get into a good position, um, he's just going to have the dragon's teeth on the floor kind of set and ready. That's okay, assuming nice. it gets to a good position, I'm just saying. Okay, okay. Carson's going to follow along behind you all as well, but a few steps just behind uh, the main group of the party. Uh, as you approach that kind of pit and you start to come up the edge, um, you notice the air start to shift quite violently and it starts to burn in your throat. Um, this air is noxious. This air is not poisonous, but it, it, it does not feel nice. It seems to pull every time you breathe in sits heavy on your chest like bonfire smoke and if you breathe out it feels like a little bit of you leaves with it um can everyone take and this is going to be something that happens every round three points of necrotic damage the air is the air is necrotic the air is filth the air will hurt you per turn you take 1d6 of necrotic damage in this space as the nests remain so oh three boy. to start with, and then one d six. No, 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 no. Just I rolled the d six, and it, yeah, sorry. Yes, oh. yes, you were correct. Sorry, I didn't let you finish. I was busy mansplaining, Casey. I do apologise. Yes, <laughs> three damage from the one d six, and now each yeah. each round at the top of the round, I'll just I'll just give you the the damage for all of you to take cool. the same. Okay, uh, what I will say is, should we jump into initiative order here? Let's roll initiative. Let's do initiative. <laughs> I need to roll anything. Why am I rolling? Anyway, oh, for cast time. There you go. Oh, okay. All right, then. Did anyone get 20 plus? You. Ooh. What did you get, Ian? 20. 20. 20, exactly. Yep. Uh, Danny's helping Casey, but I can see him roll 20. He got 21. Ooh. Yeah, but when it comes round to announcing that, maybe yeah. he'll announce that. Yeah. Yeah. I got 21. Way. Uh, Callum, what did you get? 
Because I know you're yeah, up I there. got 20 as well. Okie dokie. And Darren, uh, Ian Drago, sorry, has got the higher dex modifier. So it's going to go... Most likely. Claude, Drago, Folly, and then Castan roll the 19. So Castan. Well, it rolled a 19, got a 19, 10 plus. I think he's like a plus nine. I know Will will probably correct me. Apologies, Will. Um, but I've given you a plus nine because I can't be asked to find your character sheet. So I'm going to make your character up. Um, Casey, what did you roll? 18. And Darren? Six. Nice. I, this is all wrong. I normally don't do it this way. What am I doing? Uh, so, a natural um, one, but away for me to wow. a natural one. That's a natural oh, yeah. one. <laughs> That's five away from a natural one if you take away the, the five. If you take away my dexterity modifier, yeah. Yeah. Um, who am I writing? I'm writing 19. Helena. Quit. Um, and then... Oh, I'm writing Darren. What is wrong with me, Robin? Lovely. Right. Okay. We're on the edge of this. The air is thick. Uh, you can feel it pulling away at you um, as you breathe in and out in this area. You very much get the urge to get in and out of this place as quick as possible and get to fresh air uh, as fresh as you can get in this noxious and uh, disease-ridden place. So, Claude, top of the round. Can't believe I'm saying that. What would you like to do? So... Claude is going to uh, just uh, breathe in this noxious fume and pray for holier weather. And I'm going to shoot a small ball of light towards the clouds and cause a cloud break. And this cylinder of sunlight comes beaming down in a uh, 30-foot radius 40 foot high so everything flying is also going to get caught in this and i'm basically just going to put like a big old sun beam it's called the dawn spell and beam of energy coming out of the sun is just going to burn all of these um mounds what is the status of the things in the mounds are they asleep are they stunned are they petrified because it's important because some of them will automatically fail the saving throw they need to make uh, they are also buried within these mounds. So how far does this penetrate? How far does this penetrate? Well, I'm gonna, I can move it each round, but it's going yeah. like right down into the earth. So like, does it as in does it penetrate through an opaque object? Because there is dirt between the sunlight, the, the dawn spell, and the because the creature isn't sitting on the top; it's underneath the soil. So. Mm. I'm just wondering if it does damage to it this round or when they awaken, maybe then it causes the damage. Sorry, help. Yeah, yeah. What I'm going to do then is I'm going to hold the action mark until okay. they breach. So this this will happen mm-hmm. uh, the moment that stuff starts to breach through. Cool. Okay, so you're holding the spell. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much, Claudio. Drago. Claude looks primed, ready to go, concentrating on something. What do you want to do? Okay, so Drago is going to look up to the sky as he sees the clouds part and uh, just has a moment of wonder um, and reminds himself again how fucking good Claude is at this shit. And then he's going to shake his head, get his uh, mind back on the task, and he's going to take his full movement to run 40 feet um, towards the one to the right of the cylindrical uh, beam of light um, from... Actually, from Drago's point of view, it'll be from the left. From the map point of view, for me, it's on his right. But if I'm talking from Drago's perspective, as he's running and he sees this cylindrical light in front of him shoot up, he's going to veer to the left to the one that's outside, the mound that's outside the cylind- uh, cylindrical light. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to see now how close I can get to it. So. Okay. Oh, I can get right. I can stand right over it, actually. Nice. 35. So this is one of the ones on the thumb of my bad my bad analogy of how this map looks. On the thumb. On the thumb. Away from the palm where Claude's got his spell. So Drago's going to take Dengon's deception and kind of look behind him for one moment at the group. And he's going to just slice down in one. Um, he's going to take Dengon's deception. He's going to turn it about face so that the blade is pointing straight down to the earth. Both hands on the hilt of the on the pommel and he's going to just push straight down in the center of the mound. Okay. Roll to hit. God, it'd be embarrassing if I, uh, if I miss. 
22. Yep, that hits. Roll your damage. That's 11 points of slashing damage. Uh, yeah, you hear this. You hear this. <laughs> underneath this is kind of chattering of bones scraping against something as Dengon's Deception slices down into it. And then you kind of feel and see poof, like a wing kind of burst out of side of the soil. I know it's not its turn, but just for a bit of flavor. You've mm. uh, you've pissed off. You've hit it. You've done some damage to it. Um, and I know instinctually from that sound that it's not dead. Yes, you know it's not dead. Yeah, uh, it's it's still oh, kind I'm... of moving and shuddering. Okay, so uh, the thing on deception comes straight back up and then straight back down again. Okay, roll to hit. 17. Uh, that hits. 14 points of slashing damage. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, again, this damage, the hit comes in as you stab down again. You hear it still make a noise and it's still kind of moving and lurching under the power and weight of Dengon's deception, but it is still alive. Wow. Anything else you want to um, do? Yeah, Drago's just going to shout. Uh, shouting's an action, isn't it? I'm not going to shout back. Uh, that's it. That's the end of my go. Okie dokie. Thank you very much. Slight concern look on Drago's face as he's hit two really good solid hits on a, a dormant opponent and they're still alive. There's slight worry just creeping into his mind from that. Okay, thank you very much, uh, Drago, for that. Uh, Folly, your turn. You've just seen Drago run up. Uh, you've seen the clouds start to part as Claude's preparing something to happen. Uh, it's kind of all prepped, ready to rock and roll. What would you like to do? Uh, the dragon's teeth that are currently around me, I'm just going to cast a lovely bit of animate objects on them so they will come alive and surround me. Spinning away. Nice. Um, Follow's going to move his full kind of 25 feet uh, towards the mound. Basically puts him level, well, actually, no, just puts him a little bit behind. Sorry. It basically puts him a little bit behind Helena. Uh, level with Karstan. Um, he's going to. wait at the moment he's gonna send his dragon's teeth just into the mound um as his bonus action um and he's just gonna have them hovering there for now okay so you're primed and ready to rock and roll do you want to hold I'm an action with something there. yes uh no i can't because my action actually has been to cast animate objects i wouldn't be able to hold another action so bonus action i can basically just move them into there move them Lovely. Thank you very much. Karstan is uh, going to be fervently looking through his book over Helen's shoulder, and then uh, interest is going to creep in over him, and he's going to move just to the north, so he's in line with Helena, and then move one more space closer as he starts to kind of look interestedly at at the man, looking as he gets <coughs> coughing through the, <coughs> the, the fumes that sit in front of him, kind of just peering into it, getting a little bit closer and a little bit closer. He's got his hand on his rapier, but he's not doing anything just yet. He's just kind of peering at it okay that's what they fall helena you've seen uh cast and kind of sorry you've seen cast and move from to your right you hear folly to your left behind you but cast and come into sight uh, in front of you to your right uh looking at the mound what would you want to do helena's gonna run up very purposefully to the one on the west um and yeah with all of the back and forwards d- you know, to and fro with the ideas. She was just getting very impatient and frustrated. So she's just going to take her chance now and go for it. So she's run purposefully to the mound on the west. And as soon as she stops, she's going to slam down her flail into the mound. Okay, could you roll to hit, please? Yeah. That's a 24 to hit. That hits. That's 15 points of damage. Lovely. Very nice. As this mace comes smashing in, you hear a crunch of bone underneath it and a, a squeal from this creature within. Uh, could you make a dexterity saving throw, please, Helena? Yeah. 16. Lovely. Thank you very much. Um, as you smash down almost instantaneously after that, it's like the cry of one of the other dragons, maybe you prepared it for it. Um, it bursts out of this mound, wings f- are kind of opening at full mast. The body of this creature is quite small, the skeletal dragon, yet the wings stretch out quite far. And one of the wings catches you, batting you across the head, knocking you back five feet. You're still on your feet, 
but you've been knocked back five feet and you take uh, four points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. As this creature, bang, opens up. Yeah, she gets knocked back. She's she's just going to say, oh, fuck off. Um, And obviously getting back on her, well, I say getting back on her feet. If she's already on her feet, she shakes down her head and she looks very angry, ready to go again. Cool. Um, So can she take another attack? She can indeed. She can step forward and make another attack. Absolutely. Okay, okay. 28 to hit. That hits. 12 points of damage. Lovely's mace comes hitting it now. This creature's kind of up on its haunches, still sat, uh, still kind of primed on the floor. As you catch one of its uh, one of its wings hard uh, with your mace, um, splinters of a bone start flying off away from you towards the tree line behind you. Nice. She's going to go again. All right, roll the hit. 16 to hit. That hits. Ooh. And that'll be 15 points of damage. The creature shatters on the ground in a pile of bones. <laughs> that first one yes. has been killed and it falls on the pile. Uh, you also notice almost instantaneously the gas that was rising out of this area uh, dissipates. It's still being affected by the whole area, but the air starts to clear up a little bit there. Anything else you'd like to do, Helena? Uh, no, she'll just say, I'm ready for another. <laughs> Woof. Nice. Uh, Robin, your turn. What would you like to do? You've just seen Helena decimate uh, one of these dragons. Robin's going to begin by saying that's what she said. And then (laughs) is going to um, start to draw his bow. He's heard the cacophony of noise from up near Drago. And he's going to start running towards the hills. 5, 10, 15, 20. He gets to there. the sound of Robin. I'm going to use my bonus action to dash so I can move up onto the mound and now see the dragon engaged with Drago. And I'm going to quickly draw an arrow and loosen it at the dragon. Okay, roll to hit. I will. 29 to hit. That hits. Grand. Let's put some sneak attack on because it's engaged with Drago I don't really I know it's a dragon but I ain't on one knee <laughs> Wee, that's awful that was awful I didn't hear the joke it wasn't a joke it was barely passable for a giggle <laughs> 20, uh, 21 points of magical piercing damage nice good bit of damage there but I think Claude's insult was a critical hit there uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice this arrow comes thudding in as this creature tries to like pull itself out of the dirt you catch it in like the side of the head as its head as its head appears you catch it in the side of the head uh, with this arrow it's still moving <laughs> make a strength saving throw please probably going to be uh, good at least. 12. That fails. It takes seven points of force damage, moves 10 feet away from Drago, triggering an attack of opportunity. It teeters on the edge of the cliff. Um, it is still alive. It's been pushed out of the, the pile of dirt. Yes, and Drago, you get an attack of opportunity because that's where we've homebrewed these rules, which we will change in the next arc. We're going to milk they... it where we can. This oh, yeah. yeah. Flash and a, a glint of glee in his eyes as he knows exactly what has happened when he heard the whistle of arrow, uh, Robin's arrow. He hits for an 18. Oh, gorgeous. That hits. Almost at the same time as the arrow hits, knowing that Robin's going to push him backwards. Dengon's deception was mid-strike going straight down for an 18 points of slashing damage. Oh, the creature falls into a pile of ash and bone on the floor to down. Uh, anything else you'd like to do, Robin? Yeah, I'm going to finish the rest of my movement with the dash to to run up to Drago. And like an army of two style, just stand with my back to him and just now survey the battlefield around with that one dead. I can't use my second attack on anything else because that one's dead. So I am done. But I'm still with my back to Drago, just primed for whatever comes next. Nice. Dengon Deception's held up, ready. So it is, you've got a 360 camera movement. Yeah, this is cinematic as fuck. Nice stuff, guys. Um, yeah. That is the end of the round, well, the bottom of the round. Uh, it's the dragon's turn. We're all going to take five points of necrotic damage. So knock those off from the noxious fumes of the gas. Uh, and what you notice is that all the remaining nests start to come alive. You have disturbed the earth and in doing so have awakened each 
of these creatures. I'll just place them all on our map. And then, Claude, you can obviously kill them all off with your magical spell, which has been held for a round, um, covering the four in the very center. So your spell is now oof, cast as these creatures shuffle out the dirt and they are now clear in view of your spell. So how much do you kill them by? Okay, could you please make con saving throws for those four? Okay, I'll go around in a circle. So 17 for the first one. Fail. 19 for the next one. Pass. It's 21 for the next one. I'm rolling very well. The one in the very center, 10. Okay, so the two that passed, uh, the second and third roll, they take half of the damage I'm about to announce. It's gotcha. radiant, so it might be doubled. Okay. Uh, fuck them up, Claude. You fuck them up. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Get a power of firing straight from your ass. You got this. 40, <laughs> Heaven's ass. Be good, be good, be good. He's fucking got this. 22 guy, points of radiant damage. Is that, the, is that the full damage? Full damage. So if it's the two that. Gotcha, I got you. 11, unless it's doubled. Sorry, I'm just adjusting their scores. Okay, thank you very much. As they breach out the surface of these uh, these disgusting mounds, their uh, bone starts to blacken and sizzle slightly under it, and you hear them always writhing in pain, this high-pitched <laughs> squealing as they try to deal with the uh, the radiance that is pummeling down upon them. Um, it is also their turn to move. Now, Claude, I'm right thinking this is a continual spell you've got here, and you can move it, can't you? Yes, I can. I'm going Probably. to keep it stationary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, cool. If they end their turn in it, they take more damage again. Cool. Okay. Uh, the dragons all almost simultaneously flap their wings and become airborne. The creature to the east, the one that's furthest out on the thumb of the nail of the thumb, takes off and flies in an arcing circle right and round towards our spellcasters, Castan and Folly. He's looking directly at Castan at this point, and it releases from its mouth this almost breath-like weapon out towards Castan. Uh, A thin stream of of kind of ash-like uh, mist starts to hit this. Sorry, this thin mist starts to move out towards both Folly and Castan. Folly, please may you make a wisdom saving throw. Come on, Folly. Dig deep. Twelve. <laughs> That's not digging deep. Oh, dig you deeper. Are... <laughs> dig deeper. That was the kind of a fear breath, and you are frightened. Uh, okay. You project a phantasmal image of your creature's worst fears. So what you see are all the faces of those poor orphan children. Oh, shit. Haunting you, a, I knew you were standing behind you, son of you, a bitch, looking at you, just staring silently at you, and it terrifies you. It quakes you down oh. to your very soul. And basically, now uh, um, you're frightened for the duration of the spell. Whilst frightened, the creature must take the dash action and move away from you by the safest available route on each of its turns, unless there is nowhere to move. If the creature ends its turn in a location where you don't have line of sight, so from this flying dragon. Uh, you can take a wisdom saving throw. On a successful save, you end the spell. Karstan also fails it, but he failed it miserably, and he has just become literally, it's like hold person slash paralysis. He is just there staring up at this thing, and just there is nothing in its face. He's not moving at all. He is pretty much frozen to the spot. You didn't fail quite as horrifically as Claude, and so you have to use your turn and dash, to get the fuck away from it. Your dragon's teeth also just collapse to the floor around the um, the uh, ash of the other dragon as well. So that has happened. Mark, That's the f- Mark, yes. can I say that was beautiful? Yeah, that was, that was but, stunning. But man. I really wanted him to see Chris. Why will you not kiss me? Come back here and kiss me. Stay away. 
Uh, that would be beautiful. That would have been brilliant. Uh, <laughs> so the three, four creatures, the four creatures, sorry, that are currently engulfed within Claude's spell of holiness, his gushing holy light as it falls, it cascades down upon their faces. Uh, they're going to get to dodge. They're going to use their flappy flaps to get the F out of there. Um, the one to the north is going to flap down and kind of perch himself up on the trees to the west, nearest to Helena. The one in the very center is going to fly out just to get out towards where um drago and robin are but they he's about 30 feet above you i say he they are about 30 feet above you the one to the south uh southeast is going to move out over the cliffs still flying out of the cliffs and nearest to the river the one to the west southwest is going to fly out but directly towards helena the two to the south are going to stay stationary, but flap up, 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 up into the air. And both of them are going to take a big in inhalation of breath. And that is going to be their turn. That's what they're going to do on their turn. If you do not manage to get any damage on them this turn, they are going to call out for Galgroth on the next turn. Which two was that? The two the on the back south. two. The back two. The two that are still hanging yeah. over their mounds. They've just gone up about 30 feet in the air, taking this big breath in, and they are kind of priming to, to call for aid. Gondor calls for aid. The creature that's flying over Robin and Drago, it's going to use a poison breath cone on you both. Could you both make a constitution saving throw, please? Oh, I'm good at this. As it belches f- gas down on your face. 21. Okay. Uh, 17. Let me just check. I'm not sure if it's a... Yes, it's on a failed save, so you still take the damage. You both pass. Barbarians and fighters, man. We've got con saves for days. Don't tell him that. <laughs> uh, you take eight points, eight points of poison damage. <laughs> Acid damage, whatever you want to call it. Um, yes, I know that. I know that. Obviously, Darren, I played with you for two years now. But these creatures don't. So they, they, yeah, they attack you with him. Yeah. They they just attack. They do not have the, the wherewithal to uh, to differentiate between them yet. They have weapons and they use them. Uh, thank you very much. The creature that's flying over towards Helena is going to. It's going to kind of. Yes, it's going to kind of uh, just scream down this kind of really thin, direct, piercing scream into her face and she's he's basically they're basically trying to use a form of hold person so uh could helena please make a wisdom saving throw my wisdom save is 18 ah fuck you pass god damn it uh okay you pass this creature tries to cast a kind of advanced dragon version of hold person on you and it fails you feel your limbs start to stiffen slightly not in a fun way and then you free them again (laughs) as you break eye contact with this with this uh dragon fool as he encroaches down on your decree the others uh have just moved out of the kind of light and are away but two of these creatures are now taking a big inhalation of breath if damage isn't done they will call for galgroth and the fight starts to go in their favor that is the end of the dragon's turn claude i think i know what you're going to do but it's your turn top of the round i would like to move my ring of lovely light the ring of fire ring of fire it's just going to uh yeah just the the light beam just sort of temporarily shoots up into the sky and then like a satellite reshoots itself back where these guys are chilling so is it that uh if they end their turn in it or is it does that now they end their turn in it so if they're still there at the end of their next turn yeah cool gotcha so if they're still at the end of their turn yeah when whenever they have at the turn, end of their next turn because that's important mm, do they take damage before their turn <laughs> no it's at the end of their turn at the end of their turn okay <laughs> good to know but it forces a move. I think the idea is it forces them to move, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, I didn't get a turn, by the way, Mark. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That's that's why this is a bit confused. No, I, so, sorry. You did. You, no, um, you did because you I, had a held... I went first. I went after yeah. Drago, held the mm. action until they appeared. They appeared. And... Yeah, I think I think they were that was your me. Action. Yeah, they yeah. were the bottom yeah. of the initiative. And that they was... were. They rolled a force. This is the top. This is back at the top. This is your. This is your turn. So it was your held. I've been twice. Is because I held. Yeah. I had a opportunity, opportunity. attack. Yes. yes. So yeah, you've you got the action that you held that came in later on. 
The dragons rolled a four for their initiative, so they're right at the bottom after Robin. Okay. I gave you the damage, and now you've moved. Yeah, so right. Yeah. So as a bonus I think action, that's right. I've moved the light. Correct. And then I don't know where Claude's gone, so I'm this yellow box. Um, the westernmost one, I'll cast Sacred Flame. Could you please make a Dex save, Mark? That's a nine. Uh, no, I haven't added the modifier. Twenty-two. Ooh. It passes. Nothing happens. You're rolling very well. That's a good. Damn. It's some nice rolls. That is the end of my turn. Lovely. Thank you very much, Claude. It's a nice uh, Thank you, Claude, for that. Drago, your turn. You've just been belched poison gas on in your face. In your face. Okay. Uh, with a look towards Robin and a nod, uh, Drago's going to sheath Dengon Deception on his back as he's making a run. Um, five, ten. I don't know if. Uh, so I'm running basically towards the dragon that's been engulfed in the holier-than-thou light, and he's running towards the closest one. Okay, cool. And as he's as he arrives at his destination, he looks up at this um, dragon flying above him. He takes out the axe of Shadar. He moves like a cow. Right. <laughs> 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 I want to rage. I want to rage. That's rage. Action, I'm going to rage. Rage against the dying of the light. He's going to rage, and then he's going to huff the axe of Shada right at him. And as lightning enters the axe, as it releases the hand, it goes... As it launches up towards Nice. Him. What's the range on the axe? 30 um, without... A, uh, 30 without having to take disadvantage, 90 on disadvantage. Cool. So you might, because it's 30 feet up, you're 15 feet away, I think it's going to be slightly out of your regular range. I assumed it would be cool. disadvantage. Okay. Just checking. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm glad you glad you clarified. Um, it'll be a very loose Pythagoras theorem. that It's a, it's a Marx theorem of, of distance, so we'll just kind of play it by ear a little bit because I'm not good at maths. Um, yes, uh, what'd you roll? 12. 12. Uh, 12 misses, unfortunately. He got no damage on him. Shit. Anything else you want to do? Goes past and then it returns straight back and you see Drago catch it and his hand go back at the impact. He's going to push it back forwards uh, with more of a stern grunt this time. Roll to hit. Come on. 22. There you go. Right. You caused, you hit it. Yes, absolutely. So the air's knocked out of it anyway. It cannot call for Goldgrath this turn. Uh, How much damage do you do? I got 12 points of slashing damage and 10 points of lightning damage. Oh, shit. Mm. Full damage for that. Nice. Uh, and you see this electric uh, current kind of pierce through it. Almost like one of the, um, I don't know what I was going with that. But yeah, it does It does a buttload of damage. It's not happy about it. Its breath is bleh, dropped out of it. It can't call for Galgroth anymore. Um, yeah, good job. Nice. Anything else you want to do, Drago? No, Axe returns back to Shadar's hand and because of the full amount of lightning, it's still crackling as it's in his hand. Nice. Awesome. Pulsing with the lightning. Ooh, pulsing. Very nice. Very sexual. Uh, Folly, over to you. You are fearful and frightened. You've got action and uh, dash to see if you can get out of the line of sight as safe as you can away from this creature. If you can, you do get a wisdom saving throw to drop out of the fear if you can hide from it. If I can hide from it. Yes, so you have to make a safe exit as far away from it as you can. If you end up out of line of sight of the creature, then you are entitled a wisdom saving throw to see if you can break the spell. Okay, okay. How high are these mounds, can I do? The mounds are about 15 feet high. That one, the one closest to you that's been broken out of, is a little lower, 10 feet high, given because the creature has come out of it and kind of burst it. But it is still enough cover if you had the range to get behind it, that you would be entitled to a wisdom saving throw. Uh, I most certainly do have the range. Um, so Folly is going to get kind of all sweaty and clammy. He starts hearing these childlike voices coming from nowhere, just surrounding him. I'm so sorry. Him. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. All, all seem to be blaming him, accusing him, asking him why. Um, he's He starts to hear people, not just from the orphanage as well, but from a lot of people in the past, who he Mama, has intentionally Papa, wronged. It's getting he, warm. 
he it's hears the voices of his family. Breathe. Yes, his brother and Help. sisters, Help and me. he basically Why? tries to sprint and blitz it uh, all the way over, and almost as if he's trying to go into a cowering position, he's just going to go round to this mound and then just kind of crouch down, hands over his ears um, as he's trying to. Uh, Shake it off a little bit, um, but obviously still being affected by it. It burns so bad. <laughs> very, na- very I'll nice, Callum. Thank you. you. And that was that was the sound effects in were annoying and brilliant all at the same time. I loved them. <laughs> uh, you have managed it. Luckily, the mound was the right direction to get away from the creature and also give you some kind of cover. You now have the opportunity to make a wisdom saving throw Lovely. to see if you can break it. Be wise, Folly. Be wise. Be wise. While he's making that, you know what I learned the other day? Thunder damage and lightning damage are two different things. Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, I rolled a 15. (sighs) Oh, it's still intact. I'm so close, Callum. You are still fearful. So if the creature, if it it stays there, for example, you still have to use your action and dash to run away from it further. Yep. Um, But again, if you end up in cover, you get another wisdom saving throw. If it changes direction, however you still have to do it maybe in a different direction. I don't know. It depends on where the creature goes, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Karstan is absolutely solidified and does not move. So I've knocked out two of you so far. Woof. This is great. Uh, Helena, over to you. These creatures are airborne, Soz. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to uh, switch to my um, bow. So bonus action, switch my bow. You might say a um, bonus action. Bonus also, action, yeah. Callum, mute. I can hear you typing. Or doing something. Masturbating. Boner! I am muted on the recording, just saying. Okay, um, I can hear someone. Okay, anyway, so bonus action, uh, switch to the bow, and I'm going to shoot that one above above the one that I, above the mound that I just went for. Lovely, the one that's, uh, that tried to cast hold person on you. Yes. Awesome. Roll to hit. Thanks. Oh, thank God for that. Uh, 22. It actually rolled really slowly past a one. Mm. And I was like, no, but it was 22. Yay, hits. Thank you. Uh, Oh, no, shit. That one is a nine point of damage piercing. Ow, it says as it comes smashing into its bidet. As it comes. Uh, it doesn't look in a good way. It starts to kind of flap a bit awkwardly as its wing, one wing stop, one one wing stops working. Okay, my second hit is eighteen, please. That also hits. And fucking hell, four points of damage. It's still mother flapping up there, but it's not having a mother flapping good time. And my third is a beautiful natural twenty. That yeah, is a girl. that is a critical 27. hit. Seven. That's and zero off a crit. That is zero yeah. off a crit, and it's got three yeah. HP, mate. I think you're going to absolutely decimate it. Fifteen points of damage. The the last arrow comes smashing in and just falls like ash on the ground below you as bones and skulls thud to the ground around you and folly just to your left as you sit there cowering and shaking. You just see this dragon skull thud down into the ground next to you as well. Which probably doesn't help things, actually. Uh, that is awesome, uh, Helena. You've still got movement. Anything else you want to do with that? Or are you happy just standing there and flexing really hard? Yeah, she was gonna. She was gonna do that, but she's not gonna anymore. No, she was. She's going to aim the bow actually at. I don't know if I can prep prep an action. No, no, no you yeah. need to have it in the bank to. You yeah, do have your okay. action, Serge. If you really wish to keep going, maybe sit on a dragon. The big mama. Ah, uh, yeah, I could, couldn't I? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was just gonna um, hold the bow over the other dragon that's that's hovering above. No. Not that one. That one, yeah. So, um, uh, to the east, to the east, back where we were sort of coming from. The, the one that casts yeah, fear. Yeah. The one that casts fear on on the on the party. Yep, yeah, cool. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's okay. the one that she'll be going for. So next. she, you kind of turned and trained your eye upon that dragon, kind of going, "You're next, bitch." Yeah, and who's the person next to me? Yep. Uh, that is Folly, cowering from the the, the screams of orphan children, and. Yeah, you uh, can help. You've also got Karstan, who is uh, frozen solid on the spot, staring up at the dragon, unable to move. She's just going to um, 
gives them both a little wink to be like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> Excellent. Very nice. Good. And that's it. I'm done. Awesome. Thanks, Casey. That's great. Robin, over to you, my man. Um, dragons, dragons everywhere. So let's all have a drag. Yeah, Robin is going to look at the one in front of him and think, you can wait. He knows what Drago meant when he looked at him. And Robin is going to take the hide action with his bonus action just to get within the foliage of this tree. Um, and is then going to peer out. Do you need me to roll stealth to see if the one down the far end notices me? Is yeah, I was, one- I was going to let you finish the thing, but you can roll it now if you want. If you've, I don't want to interrupt you. Uh, 12 plus a lot. 22. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Assuming that the one down the far end hasn't noticed him, the, the, the most far west one that's not been hit, that was readying a breath, he's going to unleash a shot at it. Okay. Roll to hit. Am I hidden? Do I have to tell you yet? Because I get advantage if I am. Oh, right. Yes, you are. Sorry. I'd rolled and I wasn't sure yeah. if I told you straight yeah. away. Yes, yes, you are. I, I think that's correct. If you're hidden, you get advantage, don't you? I might need to. I need Will. Um, you do. You do if you're yeah. if you're hidden because it's counts yeah. almost a surprise. Okay. Uh, 30. Yeah, 19. that hits. Yeah, that 19, hits. 19, which we know. Is one of a crit. Yeah. Yep, that hits. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, he takes 22 points of magical piercing damage. Oh. Nice. Good bit of damage. This arrow comes thudding into its chest, breaking away some of its ribs. He goes, no dragon, no cry. Um, <laughs> and then is going to see that one struggle back and take the inhalation of breath. Robin is just going to do... He's not particularly aware of the one behind him, so that one's out. I think what he's going to do is shoot it again, actually. He, he's going okay. to stick to his mantra of take out, take them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a 20 not natural to hit. That hits. That hits. Don't get those D6s this time. Uh, eight points of magical piercing damage. Nice. Take another good bit of damage out of it. And its wing starts to feel a little wonky. It's still in the air, still flapping, but it's um, it's not looking healthy. Well, it's dead, but you know what I mean. Still up. Uh, I think same logic as what we've just said. He wouldn't use his action surge here. He knows the big one is coming. So that's the end of my turn. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, it's the dragon's turns. Could we all please take oh four points of necrotic damage as the air continues to poison your very being and remove your soul? Uh, the dragons are all going to move. Well, not all of them are going to move. Uh, a few of them are going to move. The two that are in Claude's cone of death are going to move out. One, The one that's to the east, to the east. The one that's to the west to the north to get out of the way and split the cone slightly. Uh, the one to the very north that sat on the tree is going to swoop down onto another tree, still perched, just watching at the moment. The dragon that is currently the cast fear is going to kind of do a flyby screech and end up um, nearby to Helena and Folly, but flying in the air. Each of them kind of continues their trajectory. So one flies off around the thumb to the north. Uh, another one heads out over to the river. All of them, though, get to a point and they all stop almost at the same time, all flapping except the one that's sat on the tree. And all six of them <sighs> taking a big inhalation of breath simultaneously. And as each of you look around and it dawns on you now what you face if you wish to control the battle, control the timing of Golgreth's return to you and to control the attack of a dragon, adult undead dragon, your next round is could, could be fatal. But to find out how we get on, you're going to have to join us next week for our episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop, Fighting Undead Dragons yet again. In episode 101, part two, fighting undead dragons. Hell the table yeah. At Fellowship Table. Oh, yeah. Oh. At Fellowship Table, which is our Twitter <laughs> handle. Thank you very much for tuning in, listening, making this party every day week. This is Smooth Podcast Radio.
<laughs> if you wanted to keep in touch with the podcast, please do so. I've already mentioned the main one. You can follow us individually if you want, but it feels reminisced not to mention how fucking awesome that battle was. I really liked it. Also, Especially what happened to Folly. That yeah, fuels me. That anxiety and pain that you're feeling is great. Mark, Fuck GG. You. Everyone, Thanks, GG. Yeah. Helena fucking slayed. Like, yeah. bang, 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 bang. It's like, shit, man. Like, if Drago still had his complex, which he still does, he's <laughs> like, fuck, <laughs> I'm not scratching those numbers up as quickly. Helena the Dragon Slayer. Yeah, mm-hmm. boy. Jesus, let's not have that monitor, please. I don't That's want good, that. That's a good nickname. That is good. The Undead Slayer, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, we'll think about Make it. Make sure you live on. Hell but yeah. yeah, well played, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, good shit, guys. Yeah. Everyone was on this their is a A-game. a good battle. I like yeah. it. It's a really good battle. Thank you to RDM. But yes, oh, if you wanted to follow RDM, nay, if you wanted to follow all of us, we have individual pages. You can find them on Twitter. I'm at iRolled1. Darren's at... Darren Page 6 Danny's at... Total Party Thrills. Casey's at... Unicorn Crit. CeeLo Green is at... The D20 Gamer... And our heck of a DM is at hastily rolled DM. Until next time, guys. You're driving around town with the girl I love, and I'm like, Ian, your um, your your smooth radio voice has very much a Jeffrey Wright feel to it. I feel like you're the watcher. Just oh damn, always watching, never to interfere. And as they say, they lived happily ever... Wait, what? What?